0: You're a valuable person. You're not a number. You're not an entry into someone's ledger. You could never be replaced with artificial intelligence or anything else. You are incredibly unique. Your consciousness is nothing that can be bought or sold. I see you, and you see yourself. Who is anybody kidding? Welcome to show number 59 of smell the inside of your nose. Do it right now. The purpose... Of This show is to give you some encouragement in these very strange and difficult times and to help you get your best foot forward on the day because your value is recognized here. If you're a small business owner, if you're a wage worker or someone trying hard to make it in these trying times, you're a hero. You are the heroes and the heroines of this show's story. Regardless of your politics or your religious beliefs, your traditions, Your tribes, you are the value in this economy. And I see you in a world of destruction and degradation. The world should see you for the value that you create and that you produce. So if you're working a job and you have to live in a shelter or a car, this podcast is dedicated to you. You are seen here and you are not alone here. Different people do different things when they wake up in the morning. First, of course, I smell the inside of my nose and then I hold onto the bed and make sure I'm really here because I can barely believe it. Then I exhale and I step outside and I make sure the stars are still where they usually are. It's a moment of quiet, anxious wonderment every morning. I suppose one might say I'm an empiricist. Things are what they are, but that's a pretty scary idea for a lot of people. Oh, a little story today about missing socks. What's the deal with the missing socks? It's day 25 of Flash Fiction February, you guys. 29 brand new stories in 29 days. It's a little bit of a journey. I've learned a lot about writing in short formulas, how to podcast, how to produce my podcast. And how to organize the whole process for efficiency so that I can do it all year long. I've got a bunch of different kinds of short form podcasts and I'm going to put one up every day. I think Saturday is going to be my day off because I'm looking back at all of my um, podcasts and Saturday seemed to be the, the lowest day of podcasts. I was surprised by that, but... It seems like both Friday and Sundays are pretty good days, but Saturdays t- tend to not be really big days that people want to listen to podcasts. Not mine, anyway. So I'll be, when this is all over, I think I'll just be taking Saturdays off and using that as a catch up day to catch up on different things that I'm doing regarding the podcast. So it's been good, and I'm going to talk more about this with other podcasters and other writers to see if they can use what I've learned to help themselves. But what I want to do now is to thank you for the follow Crudamente. Crudamente is a photographer from Argentina in Berlin, just one of the many brilliant people that I'm exposed to on Substack, and I'm grateful for Substack. Thank you, Substack, for exposing me and exposing all of us to such brilliant people like Crudamente, whose uh, sub-stack page is called Photo... Uh, what is it called? I think it's called Photo... I've got it open right here in another tab. Let's see if I can pronounce this, you guys. Photo...terapia. Photo-terapia. I wonder what that means. I bet you that's a play on words in like Portuguese or Spanish or something. I have no idea. I'd love to learn about that. I'm going to look it up later. I don't have time now. But I'm gonna look it up and I suggest you look it up and I suggest you follow Crudamente because she's a really cool photographer with a good eye. And she cares about things too. That's a nice thing, you know? She's, she's doing something. It's pretty cool. So why don't you check her out? But right now, guess what? It's laundry day at the Smith House and they keep missing socks. Yes. It's laundry day at the Smith family home. It's a big day here. It's the big convergence. On the first Sunday of the month, house cleaning and laundry are part of the schedule. Everyone stays home and gets the work done. Everyone is busy. Little Mary is responsible for all the interior windows. Her biggest brother, Billy, is on the exterior windows. They make faces at each other while they work. John and Dave are in charge of the floors and the stairs. They vacuum and mop, and they don't forget to start in the corners and around the edges so there's no buildup. Mom and Dad are dusting everything, cleaning the drapes, airing out the furniture cushions, and dealing with all kinds of details. They are also, of course, commanding the troops. They are taking care of the laundry as well, which the family will fold together in the living room after all the chores are done just before dinner. Sisters, Sally and Amy, are out in the yard. They're raking, sweeping, mowing, and doing some lawn edging. They're just glad it's their turn to do the outside chores this week. As Sally is sweeping out near the corner of the gangway next to the house, she sees something near the dryer vent. She can't quite make out what it is. She thinks it's a squirrel or maybe a bird flapping around. It's hard to tell because there were such quick movements, and then it was gone. She continues up that sidewalk sweeping and singing this week's favorite Taylor Swift song. It's a very nice day outside, and this family doesn't use stupid leaf blowers that blow the dust all over all of the clean things while removing it from the dusty things. She's glad about that, too. She's glad she's from a smart family. As Sally gets closer to the dryer vent, she hears a noise. She calls her sister to see if she can help figure it out. They look around, they put their ear near the vent, and it's just the sound of the warm, damp air coming out of the vent, and the gentle flapping of the vent cover. As soon as they begin walking away, back to their respective chores, they hear the noise again. It sounds like there is something inside the vent, as if there is something in the exhaust duct. They come back to the area and the noise stops again. They figure, maybe it's something bouncing around in the dryer and the sound is coming through. Again, they walk away from the vent. Sally continues sweeping her way past the vent, and Amy goes back to edge the lawn. Sally is finishing up the gangway. She's near the backyard now. As she turns around, she sees something in the corner of her eye, but as she focuses her attention, she can't see what it is. She confers with Amy. They can't figure it out. The vent is pointing downward, and there is a vent flap. That makes a different noise than the noises they were hearing, and they can't account for what they keep seeing out of the corner of their eyes they are perplexed. But let's face it, it's not their problem. They're only looking to finish chores, fold the laundry, and have a nice Sunday dinner with their family. They walk back to the front of the house together, and as they get on the other side of that vent, they hear scratching. And this time, Amy swears she saw a blurry movement in her periphery as she turns. The two of them give up on this quandary and make some jokes with Billy, who's washing the windows. They make faces at their little sister who's on the other side of the window. Eventually, all these chores are done and it's time to go in and fold laundry. Everyone has cleaned themselves up and washed their hands well. They convene in the living room for the final work of the day before they get to sit down to a huge chicken dinner and then movies, ice cream, and popcorn for the rest of the evening. As they are folding laundry, just like every single Sunday, Mom notices that so many socks are missing, it never fails. Sometimes she even uses safety pins to keep them together to no avail. There are always socks missing. They discuss it. Dad jokes that it's a feminist conspiracy plot from days of old. There are still a lot of angry ladies that keep up the tradition. He and Mom laugh together across the room. Billy thinks if he takes the dryer apart, he'll find a dozen odd socks. And little Mary just thinks it's all a game. She seems to know something. Sally and Amy tell the rest of the family about their experience out in the gangway. The family just figured the noises were from a squirrel or one of the local pet cats that roam the neighborhood. Dad says that old houses make all kinds of noises. Billy says he'll take a look at the ductwork to see if he can fix it. Meanwhile, in another dimension, some fairies are having some nice naps In warm socks. The end. How about that? Honest to God. You could probably see that one coming, huh? Something like that, right? (laughs) You could probably see that one coming. That was kind of obvious one. So I got an AI title and some keywords. I'll read the title that they gave me. The title that they gave me, which I'm not using, obviously. The Smith's Family Sunday Saga. A Tale of Chores, Mystery, and Missing Socks. Pretty good. It's pretty good like it 's not a bad title it 's a good summation of everything, really. I like to have a little bit more mystery i don't want to give it away like that 's the idea behind these short form stories. You kind of make the reader a part of it that way you don't have to worry about lots of backstory and lots of like things that don't make sense. You just make the end of the story a surprise, and that becomes the thing and i 'll explain a lot more about that i've learned a lot about this doing this has helped me a lot. And I think it could be a thing. I think I can help a lot of people. I'm going to try. I'm going to try to help. I'm Herschel Sterling and I'm here to help. Here's the keywords that came out of this. Family chores, laundry day, house cleaning, sibling dynamics, household tasks, mysterious noises, missing socks, home maintenance, Sunday routine, and fairies. Those are the those are the words they gave me as keywords. And I used them in the SEO. I used all those keywords. I usually use the keywords they give me or maybe some title some title ideas and I'll put those in the SEO to help out. So that's today. Hey, look, guess what? I'm Herschel Sterling, commercial Herschel, sometimes known as controversial Herschel, very unfortunately often known as reversal Herschel. How you doing? You can find me at Smell the Inside of Your Nose on your podcast apps. You won't find me yet in the search engines. If you do a search on Google for me, you probably won't find me that way. But you'll find me with Herschel Sterling in your search engine. You'll find me with Commercial Herschel in your search engine. Um, And I like a lot of the Web3 apps like Noster and like Stacker News and Fountain and Podverse and BlogStack is pretty cool. So if you want to find me at any of those, you just look for at Herschel. And then there's also Rumble and BitChute and HowTube, where I post video versions of these podcasts, and I'm way behind on those, and I am going to catch up on them. I am in the process of catching up on them. I'm going to make that a whole separate thing. I'm going to take a weekend off and catch up on my videos. I'm almost caught up on them now, but I just keep getting behind on them. It's a lot of work. I mean, I've got other things to do, but it's coming along very well, and I want to thank all of you for listening. Hey, you know, if you're listening right now still at this point, do me a favor and give me a share. Okay, share this with somebody. Do do something. Like just do do that. I don't use any censorship sites. Censorship is hatred for the inherent quality of human self-expression and communication and organizing. People who believe in censorship don't believe in human organizing. They don't want us to be able to talk or organize or make our lives better. And they want to stop us. They want to control us. So I don't use blue at tube or any of the social media sites. So I could really use help from you. If you wouldn't mind sharing it someplace, you can share it any way you want, any place you want, any way that you want, you know, and I would appreciate that. That would be really nice of you to do that. That'll do her for today. I'm going to go into a send-off now. I'm going to do a send-off, a recorded send-off, and I'm going to go all the way back to the very first episode of this podcast. The very first episode of this podcast. And I'm going to use that recorded introduction and that recorded outro just for fun. So that'll be not always a fun thing for me to try to put on my tracks, but I'm going to do it that way. I've got to find a few that are really good that I can just put in there instead of having to read them out every day. Cause I got it. This has got to go faster. It's only taken me two hours to do this, but it needs to go even faster than that. So I have to come up with templates and stuff like that. So that's what I'm working on. That's what this month is about coming up with all those plans, like to automate it, so to speak. Okay, everybody, have a really good day. Here's a send-off from the very first episode of Smell the Inside of Your Nose. Do it right now. See ya. See ya on day 26 of... (laughs) Tomorrow. Bye. But anyway, here's the conclusion. Here's the conclusion. This place is not a joke. When I look up at the stars at night, when I look over the hills during the day, I am consistently reminded that we live on a planet in space, wailing through the galaxy. We are on such a small planet, in such a tiny galaxy, that no matter where we are in our galactic cycle, the universe of stars seems immovable. That's incredible. We are a moment, an instant, in an endless universe. And every event that has ever happened here, that will ever happen here, happens simultaneously in the snap of a finger. The instances of our existence are so close in proximity that the whole thing is a singular event. It's essentially over already. And it's hard to believe that we're even experiencing it. There are people who would say that makes us insignificant. I very strongly disagree with those people who think that we are insignificant. I think it makes us momentous. Oh, my goodness. We are conscious beings who can observe ourselves. We are consciousness observing itself. You are each refractions from a single source of light. You are the individual and the whole simultaneously. You are a masterful, mysterious, and anomalous Paradox, and I'd say that is rather significant. In the context of the time that our galaxy is here, and in the infinitesimal millifraction of time that we each have within that context. The reality of your consciousness and your power to observe and manipulate matter, to use space, the essence of your energy and your planning and the use of time that you have in this three-dimensional plane, the influence of your refraction of the source is immeasurably exponential and expands as far as you are able to observe into the universe. You are a rare and luminescent jewel that can shine on itself from within itself. You are significant beyond the perception of anyone else. Shine on yourself. Shine on others. And what an honor that you shine on me. Now, smell the inside of your nose. Do it right now.